0: Hello, it is September 9th, 2021, and you're listening to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Huck Breeze, and I'm joined here by Max Breeze, no relation. How you doing today, Max?
1: Great. I'm doing fantastic. Um, ready to watch some football tonight.
0: Been, yeah, real football, right?
1: Been a long time coming.
0: Uh, you know what? It, it, this this offseason doesn't feel as long as others. I don't know. I feel like, uh, you know, it, I, I just lost a bunch of money betting on the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm ready for it to be back it just feels like it snuck up on us and and you know this this month since the draft went by pretty fast
1: oh my gosh i'm in the exact opposite camp i feel like ever since we drafted i've been checking my lineup every day and i just i want to make moves every day and i want to i'm like refreshing the roto world app every five seconds like this is this has been painful um but i'm happy the rankings are done and out and we can finally watch some football.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess my guess was wrong. I thought the Ravens would absolutely bring in Latavius Murray. I don't see why not. But instead, they went and brought in Devontae Freeman. Ah, just. Wow. Gross. Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell. Ooh.
1: That's just a who's who. Remember when these guys were
0: good? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you haven't heard, um, Gus Edwards went down along with Marcus Peters. Looks like both torn ACLs out for the season Tyson Williams, who I talked about on the Tuesday podcast. Um, you know, hopefully that's not me cursing Gus or anybody like that, but Tyson is going to step in and have a huge role with the Ravens. So whoever grabbed him, um, the, you know, congratulations, but now it looks like to back him up, Le'Veon Bell, Devonte Freeman, that's kind of gross. I would love to see Latavius Murray in that spot. Um, but you know it is what it is all right so we're here today to go over your masterpiece your american gothic your mona lisa your starry night the gridiron fantasy football power rankings thank you for doing that i know that's yeah it's a, a lot of work yeah. I
1: think, I don't think it's fair to compare the rankings to the Mona Lisa or Starry Night or anything. Cause I, I had to work a lot harder on them than, yep. you know, it's more than just paintbrush and paint. It's, it's research. It's a lot of beers uh, and a lot of just opinions and, and time spent. My wife is so tired of football season already mm-hmm. with, how much I've been working on power rankings, did a football podcast for Andrew's new dynasty league last night. Um, Plus we had the draft for that league last weekend. Like she's already, she's already sick of it and ready for ready for brunch Sundays, which she's uh, she's doing with a couple
0: other ladies from Dallas. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say I, I, first of all, I appreciate you know, the, the power rankings every year, this, they're great, but you have to admit uh, a lot of times you're wrong. Okay. But, and that's okay. And that's, the, that's okay. The power
1: Rankings aren't a season prediction. I put that in like uh, before in my little, you know, intro to the power rankings every year, I always say this is not a prediction for the season. This is where people stand right now. Mm-hmm. We're 30 moves and, and some odd, you know, a couple of trades away for every team. To like, there's there's gonna be a huge shift
0: for I every team. Probably. Totally get that. I mean, that's why Vegas does odds on people prior to the season. Uh, you know, it's hard to get things right if you bet on the Chiefs. You know, it could be somebody else. So it's just how it works. I'm just saying that you know, over time, uh, the person that is best right now, who you have clearly said is Clay's team uh, usually is not the winner. Okay.
1: Uh, I I had Cameron ranked second last year mm -hmm. and then he went on to win a championship. I mean, that's pretty close.
0: Yeah. It's pretty pretty disgusting though that you'd have him second uh, with the team he drafted last year. If I remember correctly, it was just awful, but uh, I knew
1: he would trade for Trubisky and Trubisky would get hot. I predicted it. You, you knew know, it. You knew you gotta it. Got to read yeah. between the lines.
0: Uh huh. Dalvin Cook, et cetera. All right. Okay. So here's how it's going to work. We're going to go from bottom to top. I'm going to tell you why I think you're right or wrong. You're going to give me a little rebuttal, and then we'll both say whether you think these this person is going to win week one. All right. So let's start with Dad. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I pretty much agree. His team is the worst. I not all of it's his fault. He lost his fourth and sixth pick before week one, which is super brutal. Uh, I would say that Brad need to do more research pre-draft, but Dobbins was just unlucky. And he got to see all he needed to see out of Cam Newton last year, but picked him anyway at six. Uh, none of his wide receivers jump off the page. All right. His running back, too, and and obviously I was I want to talk about this now, is Tyson uh, Williams, and that's great. I, I talked him up on Tuesday, and I talked him up for a reason because I think he will be good. I think he is going to be somebody that that can definitely fill that running back two spot. But he doesn't. He's not going to be J.K. Dobbins right off. So I still think Brad lost on losing J.K. It's not like he just replaced J.K. Dobbins. I J.K. Dobbins is first round pick. Um, I, I, and I think that whoever it's going to be, whether it be Le'Veon Bell or Devontae Freeman, or even Lamar Jackson, maybe they just switch the game plan up and throw a little bit more. I think that they are not going to treat him like JK Dobbins. I think that there's going to be more work for everybody involved. So, uh, you know, I, I don't, I think that maybe Naheem Hines might be the play week two, and that's not just like a diversion to try to get him. To play Tyson Williams, but I think that, uh, or I'm, I'm Nahim Hines, but I think Naheem might be the the better play, Week One. Uh, also, he's got that all or nothing defense every every year. He has that all or nothing defense. The guys that that uh, get the sack, force fumble, Shaquille Barrett, et cetera. Um, it, a lot of times that 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 costs him, and it's never really done well for him. Uh, so I, I think he definitely is the worst team in the league. And I think he loses this week. Any rebuttal of that or that pretty much sum it up?
1: Uh, I mean, like, okay. Brad has the worst team in the league. Okay. I'm I'm standing by that. There's no change there. Uh, The, so the shift from Dobbins to Tyson Williams, not a good one for him, obviously it's a downgrade, but the shift from Gus Edwards to Tyson Williams, like his team got better this morning.
0: So yeah, absolutely.
1: It went from good
0: to bad to good.
1: Oh yeah, or and he's, he still has some guys that you've got to worry about week to week. Like Burrow, McCaffrey, Kyle Pitts, to me are really solid guys to build your team around. And uh, I mean, DJ Chark is fine, and I'm I'm interested to see what Trevor Lawrence does. And Robbie Anderson is reuniting with Sam Darnold, and so that's good. But ultimately, I stand by what I said in the rankings. For Brad to be relevant this year, unless unless I'm completely wrong, and all of his upside receivers blow up. For him to be relevant, he's got to find somebody to buy Christian McCaffrey and hopefully overpay because he just he's got three good players and then a bunch of dart throws.
0: Like he's got six wide receivers on his team. And only one of them are the wide receiver one on his team, which is DJ Chark. And even DJ Chark has so much talent receiver on that team with LaVisca and Marvin Jones. And, you know, am I missing one? I think there's one more. Um, But regardless, uh, you know, Robbie Anderson's probably the number two. He's a good number two. He's just number two. Waddle's number three, I would guess, on that team. Maybe number two. Uh, Landry's definite number two. Sterling Shepard's probably number three, maybe number two. And Rashad Bateman. Shepard
1: and Landry will both lead – their respective teams in receptions. They might not be the most valuable fantasy player there, but from a PPR standpoint, at least they come with a good floor.
0: Yeah. And and you're probably right, but it's just like he's stacked his team with all these mediocre receivers. Uh, You know, saying what somebody should do to make their team better is kind of tough because if he loses Christian McCaffrey and, and doesn't get what we think he should get back for McCaffrey, this team's like, I mean, we already ranked as the worst. It's, I don't know. What it, are you going on? Yeah, I, I guess. All right, let's let's uh, keep moving. Oh, you think he loses or wins this week? I think he loses. Sorry, buddy. All right, well, thanks. I appreciate that. All right, let's do Notorious. Um, you're right. You usually talk good about uh, the Notorious and, and pretty much everything you do, uh, all these rankings. So, And I hate to agree with you twice, but yes, this team's just not very good. Um, and it's the wide receivers and defense that really stands out to me on his team. Um, usually he doesn't, he's not weak in these categories normally. Um, you know, I, again, he's got a number three on his team. Pittman probably is the number one on the, on the, uh, Colts, but, uh, you know, that's game plan wise. I don't think depth chart wise. He's number one, Jacoby Myers, number two. He drafted Galladay, knowing full well that, I mean, we haven't seen him since like pre-pandemic, right? I mean, Galladay has been hurt for so long. Uh, you see, I, I'd hate for him to turn out like AJ Green, but that's the the risk he took taking Kenny Galladay. Uh, and Mixon and Swift, I don't hate him, but you would have had to force me to take him. Um. So I, I don't I. I don't really, like, hate his team, but his defense doesn't help him at all. It's disgusting. It's not not a very good defense besides Buda Baker. I, I, I don't really like it. Um, I, I think he wins this week, but mainly because I like having that Monday night hammer. <laughs> Lamar Jackson against Las Vegas um, and him being, like, projected so high. And so he's going to have FUPA sweating on monday night which is always a good thing i don't think it, if you want to have your schedule set out you want your monday night player to be your number one pick and he's got that week one so i think notorious wins you got you got any rebuttal of that
1: yeah i i think danny without like being at the draft i think he struggled you know i think he didn't have like danny gets just as drunk or drunker than anybody at the draft. And he makes his picks boldly. You know, he throws yep. them in, he's laughing, he's enjoying himself, he's loose. Um, he grabbed two great great quarterbacks early, uh, Lamar Jackson and Tannehill.
0: Maybe mean, he like, traded did, for that pre-draft, you know?
1: He did. He did. But then I just think that there might have been some panic in these picks. I don't like DeAndre Swift. I, I don't like his situation. I don't like uh, – a starting running back who isn't going to be the third down back for his own team. Who's probably on a bottom three team in the NFL. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I don't like his wide receivers Antonio Brown, by far the best out of all of them, because he's at least in a good offense. Uh, We'll see what he looks like in that offense tonight, but you know, the things that Danny has going for him are the Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews stack, which is, is lethal. We've seen it before. Um, And you know, Mixon, Mixon falling into the end zone and not getting hurt. And I don't hate his defense as much as you do, but I also just, I think the rest of his team is not good enough. Like if you have, if you have two great quarterbacks, then you still have to have something the rest of the way, like throughout the rest of your roster. And I don't think he's got enough. So trades waiver wire, he's, he's got some work to do. Um, And I do think he loses to the FUPA slayer this week.
0: Really? Okay. So we disagree on that. Um, All right. Well, let's, let's keep going. Uh, Number 12. Now I'm not going to rank my own team. I'm just, I'm not, I I don't want to defend my team. I feel like I I will be defending all year long. Uh, I, I, with all the rankings that I do, I'll rank one to 13 and I'll say, you know, Oh, by the way, I had dad last, but I had a notorious 11. So I think he's not, not, not the worst. Um, But I I don't want to rank my, my own team. I I just, I think that I did what was best in the spot that I was given. Uh, I've been vocal and saying that I didn't like, I don't like tenth pick. I tried to get out of it, tried to squirm out of it, but nobody really likes tenth pick. It's gross in a uh, two quarterback league. Some people like it in, in running back leagues because of the way it's set up. People like the number 10 running back. I don't like the ten number 10 quarterback. I don't think it's good. And, um, you know, trying to balance that out and in a quarterback league is rough. And I'm trying to discover how to do it. And I think I've done a pretty good job uh, thus far. But, you know, we're going to have to see. Um, so we'll move on to the next one. Uh,
1: oh, you, you don't want me to talk about your team either?
0: Sure, you can talk about it. Sure, go I, ahead and I talk just,
1: about I just want to know, okay, so you say you, you did the best with what you had, and I did rank your team last, but everybody at the draft was like, I already know, oh, you're going to rank last." class, blah, 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 And I was like, I got to look at it. I don't know. You took three players really early that you ended up trading very quickly. You, have, you don't have any regrets about the draft. I mean, aside from – not knowing that Carson Wentz was going to be healthy enough to start week one. And aside from McCorkle Jones winning the the quarterback job, like stuff like that, that nobody could have known, that's different. But you didn't have like, w- wouldn't you have rather drafted a quarterback in the second round instead of trading Kelsey for Darnold? Um, somebody instead of Hopkins drafted somebody else instead of Chubb?
0: No, So um, I don't regret Picking Kelsey and then trading him to you, I think. I still think the Kelsey for Darnold. I think Darnold is looking better and better every day. Um, I, I, I don't regret that at all. I, I, especially getting Darius Leonard. Dude. I mean, top five linebacker for sure. Really helps my defense. Um, I do regret drafting DeAndre Hopkins. I sat there at the time, and I said because I didn't really like. At no point during when I was preparing for the draft was I like, oh, I need to pick DeAndre Hopkins. It's going to be good. Um, I just thought as a middle of the third round, I think it was middle of the third round when I took him, um, that he would be a good value. And stacking him and Ridley together with Kelsey uh, and, and Chubb would be a really good start now what i didn't realize was that my quarterbacks who i thought would go much lower a lot of times i over predict or overvalue people and i'm afraid that they're going to get picked early uh and they don't and so i grab them like and people are like what are you doing like why are you drafting them a, a, a round or two higher well this year i overvalued people like trey lance or I undervalued, I'm sorry, undervalued people like Trey Lance. And I thought, "Mm, he's not the starter week one. You know, Justin Herbert went the sixth last year. I can grab Trey Lance with my fourth pick. And he was stolen. And I immediately thought, well, I need to go trade DeAndre Hopkins for Trey Lance. And that wasn't going to work out because if I did that in my mind, if I did that, uh, and I was wrong about the Trey Lance situation; my season would be over, um, absolutely over. So instead, uh, you know, I went and, and and traded DeAndre Hopkins for you know what I thought was a, a decent package: Justin Simmons, uh, you know, is and CD Lamb. I think CD Lamb is top ten receiver for sure. So I did okay there, you know, improving my defense and getting a receiver that I think is comparable to to hopkins but i wish i didn't draft him in the first place it would have made things a lot different um and if i did get trey lance i may i probably wouldn't have traded for darnold um i wouldn't have cd lamb but i wouldn't have traded for darnold so i'd have travis kelsey uh that's one thing i regret i don't Regret. I at no point did I want Baker Mayfield. I know you said that in the analyzation of my team. Oh, he was just he was an example of who was there. I know, but those guys didn't interest me. I came in thinking I wanted a combination of uh, Jameis, Darnold, Trey Lance, uh, Colts quarterback, Denver quarterback, in any order. Uh, not Carson Wentz. I didn't want Carson Wentz, but I thought. You know, Carson at the time, Carson Wentz was going to be, uh, you know, out for the first eight weeks. So I thought, you know, I'll go ahead and, and draft his replacement and maybe they'll be able to run away with it. I really did. I thought that. And I still think that there, it's a possibility that Carson Wentz is just so awful or, or so injury prone that somebody else starts majority of the games for the Colts. Uh, but but yeah, so, you know, there was I, I didn't expect to go out there and get like banging quarterbacks. I kind of went with the plan that I, that I had, but, but yeah. So, um, and, and off of that, you know, I selected Irv and I still think Irv would have been a great tight end. I think he would have been, and there's no way to prove that now. Uh, You know, sometimes it just happens the way it is, but you know, Irv in the fantasy playoffs last year scored like five touchdowns, or something like that. I mean, he finished the year. It's crazy. And with Kyle Rudolph gone and those two receivers and just his athleticism, I thought he'd be great. Um, it is what it is. I mean, you, you deal with things as they come. So
1: you're pretty heavily invested in the Falcons offense, too. Do you feel mm-hmm. good about that?
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I do. I think Ridley, without Jones, it's still Ridley. Uh, yeah. I really wasn't big on julio jones going into this season because i feel like julio jones is on the downturn of his career and that's tough to say because julio jones has been like one of the best receivers in the league but it's when people are like well you're taking a julio away so you're taking away that kind of pressure i think uh ridley is one of the best receivers in the league right now and is still holds his value no matter who's on the other side even if it's russell gage and Mike Davis uh, was just really good value at the running back spot that you, where you could get him. He, re, like I said earlier in earlier podcast, he replaced uh, CMC admirably last year. I don't think that was just the position. I think that he's a combination of um, a guy that can catch and a guy who can run. Yeah. And, I like and, him a lot. Uh, he was third in receptions last year at running back and he didn't start every week. Um, so, it's just one of those guys where the Falcons loved him or, you know, inner division enough that they gave him the keys to the Jeep and now he's the starter and they released the backup. And, you know, so, you know, I, I think that both those guys were, were really good picks. I, I love Ridley, you know, I've always loved Ridley. So um, I feel good about it. I feel like if they don't, Aren't able to score, then who can clean it up? And he's a pretty reliable kicker.
1: look good. I'm glad you feel good about it. I've got you 12.
0: I know. I understand. That's and that's fine. I mean, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So, all right. Let's move on to uh, next up in the power rankings. Who is going to be Unicycle Polar Bears? Uh, I first under normal circumstance, you'd be correct about the whole everyone wants to see what you'll do in the draft because you got first last year. But last year, Cameron drafted a dog shit team and all the lightning struck in the correct places for him to win. So in no way does he deserve a standing ovation for absolutely dominating us because he did. Was- well, no, no, no.
1: Okay. First of all, he, he's the champion. You know, you gotta, you, no matter how it happened, he's the champion. You gotta give him a little bit more respect than that. And, the the little monologue there in the middle is his own inner monologue. You know, that's what he's saying to himself. Right. It's what he's thinking. And that's why, like, he's thinking, no matter what I pick, I can't go wrong. Like, that's, I'm not saying he was the end-all, be-all drafter. I'm saying it's the same thing I said after you won your championship. Like, you get that champion hubris, and it's like, oh, I'm going to pick a bunch of guys, and people are going to hate those picks, but it's going to be right because I'm smarter.
0: I mean, for me, you know, I'm not going to go back two years to talk about it, but, but yeah, I mean, it, I, he did win. You're absolutely right, he, he did win. But like in like a 2007 Giants sort of way, like wow, one, that's crazy. No one thought you win. <laughs> um, but this his, this team right now is very much worse than mine, and I would absolutely bet on that. Cameron's like not a gambler because he's a Buddhist or something, but my team's going to finish way higher. Uh, my QBs are better on par with his – my QBs are better or on par with his at worst. My wide receivers are better. My running backs are better. My tight end is maybe on par. My defense better. It's just like you have him ranked one above me. It's not like it's that much. But I, I think this team is even worse than Danny. I think it, I have him as 12, so the second worst team um, right above Brad. I
1: mean, that would be 13th,
0: right? So 12 out of the pe- people who aren't me. Okay. Um. So yeah, I know I, I, I have him too, but I just don't, I, I think this team Um. you know, you said digs and, and cook and that's awesome. But like, and then you got AJ Brown, which is okay. But besides that, and I know like Yahoo is different. Then most uh, most leagues don't run, um, you know, two quarterback leagues. So but we've got 8 percent, 2 percent, 3 percent owned Elijah Moore, 10 percent owned Devin Singletary who's just disgusting, uh, you know, a decent defense with Queen Smith and Collins. Like it's a pretty good defense, uh, but it's just I just with those quarterbacks, a, a tight end is not very good. A running back, too, is like droppable. Uh, who's a free agent, a wide receiver three, who's borderline, a wide receiver four, five. It's just, it's not good. It's not a good team. So um, I, I think he's definitely number 12.
1: So let me ask you, if Zach Wilson wasn't a Jet and all the, so he's drafted really high, great pedigree coming in, and he was drafted by another team and he was playing for a team that wasn't the Jets. Do you think you would have a higher opinion of him?
0: Yeah. Like if he was a bear, right. Like if they went and got fields on the jets instead, and he was a bear, I would absolutely. I mean, to me, I've never, I've seen them both play. Uh, I think they both have their strengths and defenses, but I, I, I wouldn't, they're interchangeable to me right now. I, I, you know, like Zach Wilson has been described as this white Mahomes, like somebody that can, he just comes out and and makes crazy throws on the run, like 50-yard throws on the run. Uh, at BYU, I guess that's easy to do. Um, he's, you know, he's he definitely has the ability to do something like that. I just don't know if he will do it consistently in the NFL. And, you know, Fields is kind of the same way he's just one of those guys that that can move and and make crazy throws but uh you know we'll have to see uh I I would absolutely love him better if he wasn't a jet this is a rebuilding process
1: I like so first of all I I don't hate the weapons Zach Wilson is throwing to in Elijah Moore who they're hyping up like crazy and Crowder and Corey Davis who was just named a captain today um Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I mean, first of all, Cameron got great value on the Zach Wilson pick. I got to give him props for that. And I think Zach Wilson might end up being one of the best two fantasy quarterbacks uh, out of this rookie class this year for this year alone. Um, I don't hate Fitzpatrick. He's going to be all or nothing. I, I don't see Fitzpatrick getting very many 18 to 20 point games but he will put up a couple 30 plus and he will put up a couple like four or five points.
0: I like Fitzpatrick's here. I, I I see no problem with Fitzpatrick. I liked him as a mid range jumble sort of guy, like right there at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the second round. I wouldn't have shamed anybody for taking him uh, as their number two quarterback, but he was drafted in the fourth round. Yeah. I think he got really good value on him. What do um, you think
1: about the 14, 15 turn of
0: Diggs cook? Uh. I would have probably taken somebody else, but Diggs. Besides Diggs, I didn't even have Diggs as my number one receiver, and Me he neither. took and he took Diggs uh, there. I mean, you look at people who are available. You could have taken um, another running back. He could have taken. Could he have taken Kamara? I think
1: Kamara was there.
0: Yeah, he could Kamara take Kamara went right after him. I mean, Cook Kamara would have been really good. And, and you know, when he came back around, he still could have gotten AJ Brown. I don't know. I I he could have gotten a different quarterback. I mean, there's all kinds of things he couldn't, he could have done. I just think Diggs was somebody that probably deserved to be early third, late second, like as a second or third. He wouldn't have gotten
1: Diggs though. Like that's the reason he took him there.
0: No, he wouldn't have, but I'm just saying it's, he drafted him a whole round early because it's kind of like his guy. And I understand that. Like when you win a championship, you get this connection to certain people. I mean, I have Ridley connection. I mean, I've drafted him three years in a row. Um, I have a a Mahomes connection. It's not like I can get Mahomes, but if he's ever available to me uh, in years, you know, going forward, five, six years, I will definitely consider Mahomes over somebody else just because he's been so good to me in the past. Um,
1: That's how I feel about Todd Gurley.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, you get this idea where it's like, okay, you won it for me last year. I didn't have that great a team. I mean, it's true. You didn't have that great a team around these people. I mean, you had Deshaun Watson. That, that's a big thing. Um, but, like, Mitch Trubisky and whatever, if he can say, hey, I'll just win with these guys again, improve my defense, and just kind of spread it out a little bit more, maybe I can win. It just, it just doesn't look good.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I stand by where I ranked him uh, for, for pretty much those reasons. But um... – I don't know. I, I personally think his team would have been ranked a hell of a lot higher if instead of picking Diggs there, he takes like Matt Stafford. Yeah, I mean, uh, no. that's if I was in his shoes and, and I had to get Cook, like Cook is my guy and he didn't overdraft Cook by any means I mean, Cook could be the top running back.
0: He was one for a long time. Like, yeah,
1: he, he could be the top running back in fantasy this year. There's nothing wrong with taking him there. But,
0: yeah, yeah. Stafford, Fitzpatrick, and, um, like, Cook, and a different running back besides Singletary, pretty much anybody. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a much a, better team. It's a much better team. But but it is what it is. I have him 12. You have him 11. Um, do you think he wins this week?
1: Uh, do I think he wins this week? One sec, let me. I was – in the wrong window. Uh, no, I don't think he wins this week. Yeah, I think uh, Hedeman pulls it off.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely have uh, have Hedeman winning. And I think it starts with Gronk and uh, Gallup tonight. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, Gallup and, and Gronk, I, I really think they're going to have great games. I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. So I hope so. Yeah, so we'll just have to see. Okay, next up, Camacho. Uh, you know what? I really thought you underestimated Camacho. I, I feel mm. like, yeah, I've, I feel like the, well, first of all, Chase gets these drafts where I feel like in the middle, Chase just like chokes every single year. Um, where it's like, oh, your first two picks, you did really well. And then it's like, did you not study these guys? Or do you not know who you're picking there in the middle? Um, but I, I think the Rodgers and Prescott They're clearly the number one QBs, like he's clearly number one, and that's going to take him a lot further than you think and a lot more than you get him credit for. Uh, And the more and more I look at his team, the more and more I like it, Uh, you know, I'm always going to be a guy who didn't like Chris Carson, but Chris Carson's proven me wrong so many times. I feel like Chris Carson's like 40 years old, like he played in street. He didn't. He's not. But. He's old, and one of these days I'm going to be right. I don't want to bet against him this time because I like Seattle's offense this year. Um, but you know, whatever. Higgins, Moore, Hardman—I like those receivers. They're not terrible. I like Miko. Miko, if he grabs that number two spot, can for sure has you know can be a threat for ten touchdowns, whether it be on the ground or in the air. God, he,
1: he was sh- available so late in the he draft. Was.
0: He got was, taken really late. It was a good pick. And I like T. Higgins. T. Higgins could be that number one receiver on that team for Cincinnati. Really liked him. And Carolina, DJ Moore is the number one receiver. So I have no problem with these receivers. Miles Gaskin's awful. Um, yeah. not awful as in talent-wise. Okay, I want to rephrase that. He's obviously Miami does not like him. Because he started like most of their games last year and they've been like doing anything they can to make sure he's not the number one running back. Like they went and tried to make a claim on carry on Johnson. They lost it to the Eagles and then he got released. Carry on got released. Right. Then in like the preseason games, they started Malcolm Brown over him like the whole time. And they played Salvin Ahmed too. Um, Like, they don't want <laughs> Miles Gaskin to be their, their, their guy. Now, uh, you know, you've heard reports that, well, he's the number one running back or he's going to lead the committee, but regardless there's committee for a team that's probably going to throw a lot. Um, so I, I don't like Miles Gaskin. I don't like Johnny either. I think Johnny did get a little bit of a boost with Mac Jones starting instead of Cam Newton, but you still have honey, Hunter Henry on the team. And you still don't know what this offense is going to look like. And I know Johnny was talented enough to be like a top seven, eight tight end last year. Uh, but you just don't know how he's going to look in, in this offense. You know, the, the last comparable good tight ends out of new England were Tom Brady tight ends, Aaron Hernandez and, and Gronk. So we, we have no idea what a good tight end looks like in new England outside that uh it's it's just tough to to gauge i like his defense though i think this is defense this is a good defense and i like when people uh put value into their defense and, and know that you know this is going to change games oh God. or it's gonna win games i do i'm not uh, gonna
1: i'm just not gonna like when we get to my team then
0: yeah yeah uh but uh i, I think it's crazy that you ranked him as a non playoff team I, I think um, he's, he's definitely going to make playoffs, and I think he wins this week for sure. It wasn't personal. At all. I'm not saying it's Obviously. personal. I just think somebody with a two lottery picks, taking them and making them not a playoff team is, is bold. That is well, really so bold.
1: For what it's worth, okay. I had Chase with the second-best quarterbacks um, before the French Connection trade. So that's that's a little preview for you. I, I still obviously his quarterbacks fucking Dak and Rodgers like they're fantastic, but I did not think they were the best quarterbacks in the league prior to that trade.
0: It's close, um, but I disagree. It's it's very close, but I disagree. I think that uh that people are kind of over overestimating Herbert. We'll get to Clay later, but um you know, Rodgers and Dak's like geez, That pick 2 and 3.
1: Everything he had to give up Rodgers and Prescott, which if you end up with Rodgers and Prescott, you're not losing the trade. It's all there is to it. But the fact that he didn't get a second, third, fourth, or fifth-round pick, um, or maybe he was just second, third, or fourth, I don't know. All I know is he was sitting there watching us draft for a very long time. There's a price that comes with that. I think Carson was a great value where he got him, and I think he got those other players where he did for a reason. Like They were available there for a reason because they weren't as good as what everybody else was able to take, you know, like I, I don't think first of all, if Hardman becomes their number two receiver, then I don't think he's returning kicks. And all of a sudden your Hardman is looks less like Hardman as far as points expected. I mean, we're talking
0: about 30 to 40 points on a year for a kick returner. I mean, kick returners are, it's a
1: floor. It's a floor either way.
0: It's fun to have a kick returner team. It's a plus, but this isn't 2010. Like kick returners cannot purely be uh, factored into fantasy projections.
1: So how yeah. many of Meikle's week one points do you think are like just receiver only? Because he's projected 14 by Yahoo.
0: I think majority of them. That's why he's... Uh, number if he's number two receiver you gotta understand like i had cordell patterson who was the kick returner for uh the bears last year who got kicked to quite a bit um and he took like 12 out all year it's not that much it's there's being a punt and a kick returner i guess is is pretty valuable especially if it's like a third receiver or second receiver as well. Um, but I, I just, I don't think that you can confidently be like, okay, well, this guy, you know, returns kicks and punts and doesn't do much else. And is rosterable. You just can't anymore.
1: I And I'm not saying that would be like, he's, he's, his best case scenario is this season is being the number three option for Mahomes. Um if you look at what Yahoo's projecting him for this week, he's projected four catches for 62 yards, which is not bad, but it's not 14 points. Those 14 points are because he's also projected to get 48 return yards.
0: I think like, he, can, he runs the ball a lot. I mean, that's that's one thing is that when he's on the line and and they do that backfield movement, uh, is a good guy to hand it to. And you can see some 20, 30-yard rushes um, in there. That's oh, what okay. I like about had- Mikol.
1: He had four rushes for 31 yards last year.
0: But I, I understand, but he was not – I mean, it, there was times where I feel like he didn't play every game uh, because of injuries and Sammy Watkins, and for whatever reason, he sometimes uses the fourth receiver. Uh, it it was weird. That's why I'm saying that the reason that he's so valuable is he's a number two receiver, is he's like more factored into a daily game plan. And not just one of those guys. I mean, in the Super Bowl, he was like 10 to 1 to score a touchdown. Like, he won't be, he'll be like 4 to 1 this year.
1: Oh, 4 to 1. I'll, I would not take those odds, but
0: you got to realize like we... people like Stefan Diggs are like 1.6 or point one six to 1, like yeah. 160 plus 160. So, mm-hmm. 4 to 1 is fair for uh, anybody on the Chiefs, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I get that. A lot of time to talk about Hardman. Either way, I I stand by it. I think he paid quite a big price to get two top-notch quarterbacks, and it's a great place to build off of. This is something Chase likes to do now, is extreme rosters one way or the other. Um, But I I think there was a cost with it, and either I am drastically underestimating some of his players or – you know, I'm very, very right. I also don't like Johnny Smith or his running backs. I don't know. I mean, I've gotten fucked by Chris Carson before. Mostly when yeah. Michael had him, but um,
0: like I, he's like not I, said, great. I stand by it. I, I, I have him at six, so okay. a big change of of where you have him. Uh Definitely a playoff team, not like one of the top upper echelon playoff teams. Because of, you're right. I mean, I, I do hate his. Running back two. I don't love his running back situation as a whole, and I don't really like his tight end. His depth isn't really, you know, anything to write home about. Uh, but good defense, good receivers, great quarterbacks. Six. You, and you think he wins, right?
1: Um, going back <laughs> to my sheet. No, I don't think
0: he wins. Uh, yeah, check your sheet. I did. Yeah. You never uh, know. Listen, yeah. I
1: might be hedging my bets.
0: True, I guess. All right, let's uh, keep it going to Darth Scott. Uh, Darth Scott. All right, so let's play a hypothetical with Darth Scott. Let's pretend Shedig drafted this team. Let's forget okay. about the trades. All Wipe right. them out. Mahomes first, goes around, grabs Ben, and of the second, right? That's pretty fair. Well, uh, then Montgomery third, which I don't love, but probably that's probably the correct spot, right? Sure. Um, for, for Montgomery three. And then Robinson four. It's fine. Because he had him, he got him in the six. But now if he, you know, knowing he got him at four, it's, it's fair to think that, that he got him at four, um, even though at the time that would have been a bad pick with Etienne, you know, whatever. So who's his like fifth pick? Deontay Johnson. It's a terrible fifth pick. Yeah, probably. Who on his team deserves to Mac be a Jones? six? Okay, all right, fine. Mac Jones, fair, fair. Mac Jones, Get Mac Stradamus. Jones, good, good fifth, good fifth. All right, so who on his team deserves to be like a sixth, seventh, eighth pick? Any um, of these people?
1: You can argue that Deontay Johnson. I mean, I don't. I can't. Really no, because we have... said
0: he would be like fifth or sixth, right? Deontay six. Johnson, no. We we argue that he'd be a sixth. Like okay. so if so if Mac is a fifth, Deontay Johnson is sixth. Maybe who's like seven, eight, nine? Like who's who's who? Like it just it falls off. There's, There's nobody else there. yeah. There's nobody else. Like Nelson Aguilar, Debo Samuel, Robert Tanyan, uh, Trey Sermon, Crowder. His whole defense look like fifteen to twenty picks.
1: Okay, well, so T.J. Watt, Dante Hightower, and C.J. Mosley—not a terrible set of linebackers—and ah, he just had a defensive back tear his ACL today. So uh,
0: that defensive back probably shouldn't have been owned in the first place.
1: Probably not, but it's worth noting.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, so I just—I'm just, just saying—a uh, well-balanced team at the draft turned into this. Quest to get Mahomes, and it's like if Mahomes misses any time, this is the worst team by far in the league, and so that's why I have him ten, uh, which is just one point. Or uh, it's hard to rank somebody ten with Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, but well, that, his tenth, he also
1: dropped his tenth round pick. Like he he took a tenth rounder and then before the season started, no injury, nothing like that, just dropping.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that's that's it's tough to tough to do, but uh but yeah, so all right. Um
1: I mean if anybody so if anybody can play with a can turn an ugly roster into you know, something that's competitive every week. It's, it's Dr. Scott. It's the mad scientist.
0: Frankenstein, yeah.
1: What's your problem with Debo? Cause I used to have a big problem with Debo. Debo Samuel led the league and drops a couple of years ago. And I was like, I want no part of him. but he is a freak athletically. And regardless, I mean, we don't have a high opinion of Janine Garofalo, but when he plays, he's actually pretty damn good. And if, if Trey Lance gets in there, that offense gets a lot more interesting to me. Why, why do you, why are you so down on Debo?
0: Uh I just first of all I, I view him as number two. Okay. Um he was super injury prone. And I hate when people when receivers have foot injuries. Can't stand it. Like it's one of those things where it's like uh like I hate to compare him to um uh, God, what was the rocket center that had a foot problems? Yao Ming. Yao Ming. I know they're, they're a little bit different size, but it's just like, but you you knew that Yao Ming would like never be able to be the same. And, um, one of those middle of the foot injuries is just one of those things where it's like, will you ever be able to be the same? And he did come back for a short time last year, but I think he was injured again, which kind of like, I don't know, turned me off on him. I just, we've seen one pretty good year at a Debo. I had him on my championship team. That was like two years ago. Um, you really haven't seen much out of Debo since then. And you're right. If Trey Lance comes in, maybe he becomes this like short range target for him. But I just, as a number two on a team that, that mainly runs actually a number three, if you're counting Kittle, just not that attractive to me. Um, especially. attractive to Debo. No, just. So if you're running a game plan, uh, for the 49ers especially when Trey Lance comes in um, you got Iuk you've got the run game whether it be mostert sermon whoever Jeff Wilson jr whatever you've got Kittle on that play action game or or just you know on the outside I mean you've got Trey Lance running the ball where does Debo fit in there I just I feel like this team with Trey Lance, Uh, is going to turn more Ravens-esque where on a team where the Ravens receivers like suck ass and every week you're like, are they going to score any points? Are they going to score a touchdown? Who's going to score a touchdown? Is it going to be the third wide receiver? Who's going to sneak open uh, because we're running the ball so goddamn much? Uh, Debo just doesn't, doesn't ring my bell. Okay. So, uh, uh I,
1: I've got Maestro over Scott this week.
0: Uh, I have Scott over Maestro. Oh,
1: after all that,
0: I know, I know. I still think he wins this week. Cause Maestro is Dalton situation. I, okay. uh, I think that Dalton lasts like a quarter or maybe a half against the Rams defense in LA. That's a nightmare.
1: Come on, red rifle.
0: You can do it. It's just a night. It's like, I've always loved that defense. That defense is so good. Um, And it's like a pro bowl defense by itself and them coming and just blowing up. I could see them blowing up Dalton and them just being like, this is my job because if the bears fail this year, it could be a lot of the front office head coach job. And so fields will be in there and he might be in there week one. And I know that's Michael's nightmare. He wish he won the preseason job, but this is like due diligence for anybody who drafts a quarterback and has, you know, another veteran on the roster. It's like, you have to, I don't know what it is, but like, unless they're the number one or number two pick, they're like, we have to play this guy until he sucks. Right. And then we'll have the other guy come in. I mean, it's just, you saw it with Herbert last year, just that's how it works. Um. So, yeah, I have I have Scott winning that game. All right, next up, uh, Rutherford B. Hayes. I mean, you might yeah. know this guy. O. B. Hayes. O. B. Hayes. Uh, I'm probably going to tell you something that I think you already know in your heart. And Derek Carr is not good. Okay. Statistically, what what do you what do you have? No, you're right. Support? And I had that. I was going to say that. Statistically, it's like not blaringly bad, but they're not oh, he's winning. Boring. They're not winning at a rate they they probably should, and he's not like a weak winner. He's not going to be like you have him as a hammer, a Monday night hammer. And oh, I don't,
1: I absolutely do not have him like I have him playing Monday night. He's
0: your he's your best quarterback. Yep, playing in Monday night. Sure, that's a Monday night hammer. Okay, okay, that's like at the end if you're down by ten points, you expect to win. Hammer the other team. Right. Yeah, he'll get ten points. Okay, yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. So he's your Monday night hammer, but he's not one that's like if you're down by 25, like I would not, even without Marcus Peters, I would not count on him to win that game. Me um, Exactly. So, you know, I, I don't know. I just I don't like him as a number one quarterback. I don't. I think that if he has like a down year, 24 touchdowns. Is that what he had or 27 last year or something like that?
1: And yeah, something like that.
0: I like, and they don't make the playoffs for whatever reason. I could absolutely see the Raiders being like, "Okay, what do you want for Deshaun Watson?" Anything. I'll give you. You know, Gruden will be like, "I don't have many picks left, but you can have them all." Uh, so, <laughs> I I think that that combined with the fact that you have the other quarterback, who the team definitely. Wanted Deshaun Watson because they know that this guy is very shaky. Um, it just doesn't give me confidence in your quarterbacks like at all. It just it's worrisome. Um, so Juju is probably wide receiver three on the Steelers, right? Would you say that? Would you rather have Deontay or Claypool?
1: Mm, I'd rather have Claypool. I think. But I, I think the Steelers are one of those teams that it's it's not gonna be a one, two, three scenario. It's, it's like not gets... clear
0: because Juju was like number one two years ago. He was like a yeah. top ten receiver.
1: But that's the thing. And I think theoretically, I mean he's playing in the slot. Theoretically, Ben could target him the most, but I think Claypool will do the most with his targets, if that makes sense. Like I, I think Deontay Johnson is third in the team in targets, and it's like a bunch of all right, you're gonna run the streak and we're gonna see if you can beat him.
0: Um, it's really as, tough to predict. I think Juju's a target machine. Um, nothing's and, changed from last year, except for they got a running back. But like, l- other than that, like nothing. It's the same exact Steelers team they're marching out, and Juju had a shit year, and that's two in a row. So it's like, ugh. I don't know. It, it, you may be right. I don't. I don't hate Juju. It's I'll tell like, you right now.
1: There were two players that I drafted. I did not plan on drafting going into it, and I just kind of did. And it's Tua and it's Juju, um, and I, I've tried pivoting from Juju. I've offered Juju in multiple trades, and uh, that didn't happen. So Juju is currently just keeping Michael Thomas's spot warm.
0: Okay, I mean that's fair, and and I like that for a yearly whatever. But so he's number three. I don't hate your receivers. I mean I don't. They're not my kind of receivers. Okay, Corey Davis. I had him on my list. I would have taken him as a four, or a three. I don't mind him as three. He's definitely number one receiver. That's um,
1: Captain Corey Davis to you. Captain Corey today.
0: Davis. But he's he's a wide receiver for a Jets team that I think is definitely rebuilding. He is the number one receiver on that team, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um I paid him.
1: He's making like $13 million this year. Yeah, he and he showed that receiver. he
0: deserves it. With I mean, he was the number one pick for the Titans, what, like four years ago? Yeah. And he didn't show up to be like a number one receiver talent until last year. Um, But he's... I think he's a good receiver. Um, Cooper, I've never liked Cooper. I never will like Cooper. Cooper scores 30 touchdowns this year. I still hate Cooper. Because uh, he probably scored all 30 of those touchdowns in one game. Probably. Uh, but you know, Against Chase. Against Chase, probably. Um, he thinks he's the most talented wide receiver in the league, but hasn't shown it. So I don't I don't know why he hasn't shown it yet, but we'll see. He's keeping um, a secret. Keeping it a secret. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't. It's super inspiring. I love your running mix. I, I trade you Chubb. I had no problem with Chubb. I just I liked Xler more. And yeah. um Chubb's,
1: Chubb's my kind of guy. Like yeah. I I I'm going to enjoy watching Chubb clips. You know what yep. I mean? Like it's, yep.
0: it's you won't great. enjoy Kareem Hunt, trust me. But no, I hate Kareem Hunt. I think if Kareem Hunt wasn't on that team, I would have never traded Chubb.
1: Chubb, I don't think ever, I don't ever. think Chubb would have fallen to you in the second round if Greenmont wasn't on that team. Yeah,
0: and maybe Chubb's a really talented running back who just gets doesn't catch the ball. He just doesn't. Um, yeah. Kelsey, number one, great, great job. Lambo, love him. Um, your defense is horrid. <laughs> I mean, just just disgusting. All
1: right. Um, uh, to, so let me let me just give you. So Cole Holcomb last year, uh, volume tackler. Okay, I'll take it. Whatever. Volume tackler uh, surrounded by better players on defense. Jamie Collins, in my opinion, is going to be on the field all day long. I think that the Lions do nothing but throw it, and and their defense is going to be awful, and he's just going to rack up tackles. He doesn't need to be good at football. He just needs to be on the field. And then I don't know what your problem is with Matt Milano. I'm happy I got him.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I don't – these are all – I think Hulk. Well, maybe not Holcomb because Washington is like really looking up on, on defense. But I think Milano and Collins Senior could have been last round picks. That was Milano wasn't even picked, was he? No, no, I no, picked, picked him up a couple, couple days ago. Him up, yeah, I'm, I'm
1: pretty sure Jamie Collins was somebody I just picked up too.
0: I traded UBR. I drafted B.R. I traded you, uh for part of the Darius Leonard thing,
1: and yeah, I traded you traded U... trade me Eddie Jackson too. I like both Eddie those Jackson. Guys.
0: They're not terrible, but I'd much rather have Minka.
1: And guess what about Justin Reed? Also going to be on the field a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. I like Justin Reed. He might be our kicker now, too. So. Great. Awesome. I, I love I'm that. I'm just kidding. He's not He's not going to be, but he did kick the in the preseason. He did kick in the preseason. He did a great job. I have you as nine. Um, hey,
1: I'll take that.
0: So nine right there. From
1: eight uh, to nine? Let me, let me defend. So my strategy here was um, I want high floor to go along with my incredibly high ceiling players. I have three really good players on this team. And then I've got Derek Carr who I expect to get 20, 25 points every week, never more rarely less. Um, And then Amari Cooper thousand yards every year, like clockwork. And then uh, Juju Corey Davis, like Corey Davis. I, I really like the talent. I like seeing him play. Like he's fun to watch. He's good at football. Um, Uh, I drafted him hoping that he is going to be as good as I think he is. And then Michael Thomas, who knows, whatever. And then I've got Jamar Chase, just in case, who knows, whatever. Um, Tua is like, I'm still thinking right now about do I start Teddy against the giants or Tua against New England? Because New England's defense scares me, but like I read something about Tua today and the owner doesn't like him, but the coach Flores likes him a lot. Yeah, um, and like, that's I a shame. Do you not hate? Like, like do you not love a little bit the weapons he's throwing to if they're all healthy? Oh yeah, Assu- assuming they're healthy. Like Waddle and Will Fuller V, and you know, for uh, like, even though he was dropped, uh, what's his name, the wide receiver that Shedick dropped.
0: No, like, it, I it, I don't like Tua because of Tua. I don't it the. The Miami Dolphins situation is awesome. I like their O line. I like their receivers. I don't mind the Gaskin. They've got a running back by committee, which encourages passing more. They've got a great tight end in Gasecki. Um, it's great. I is think it the, that, the
1: hip injury that, that throws you off like what? No, Did you I not just like Tua coming out no, of college.
0: No, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like Tua coming out of college. The, in the short time I saw him last year, I mean, what happened with the Dolphins was they were winning with Fitzpatrick and still decided to go to Tua. Yeah. And they dropped off offensively, like terribly.
1: Right, because Fitzpatrick was playing better than Tua. But if you go and look at QBR for first-round rookie quarterbacks over the last 10 years, and you compare all of them to Tua, Tua is smack dab in the middle with a, I mean, we're coming off a major hip injury, like a, like a, we don't know if he's going to play, you'll play football again, right. Injury and working with a COVID partial training camp, like not real training camp, doing a lot of zoom shit. Like mm-hmm. we are two years removed from tanking for Tua. Like that was the thing he was seen as the end all be all answer to everyone's problems at quarterback. And now it's two years later, and people are like, "Oh, Tua maybe might have upside. Maybe like if you would have said two years ago, like, okay, Tua's going to have all these weapons, a good O line, and and like he is going to be the undoubted starter uh, with a coach that believes in him. I you would have thought Tua would have been drafted where fucking Trevor Lawrence was
0: in the gridiron. I mean, it's not always a slam dunk, you know. So uh,
1: I'm not saying I, it's a slam dunk. I
0: just I I
1: couldn't help but draft him. In the third, I didn't plan on drafting him. There were other options, but I really just didn't. I, I thought Neil was going to take him. Like I really, I was like, oh well, Neil's going to grab Tua, so I'll just do this, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a big fan on Tua. I know there's a ton of people who are who think that the, the you know, this is the Dolphins' year. But I'm just saying, like, if, if Deshaun Watson ended up there, if Aaron Rodgers would have come down there, uh, you know, something like that, their top three picks, their top two picks. That situation's great. So I wouldn't hate on it. There's, you got Brissett behind him. It's not like he's going to lose his job. I just think that there may be a good amount of games where the Dolphins win like 20 to 17 and he throws for 150 yards and a touchdown and a pick. I
1: don't know about all that. I mean, either way, I, I, I won't wax poetic about Tua, but I will say if it ends up being we, just, we trade Deshaun to Miami and we get picks plus Tua back, I would love to see Tua no. in a Texans uniform. I know I the love.
0: Texans, Texas came back and said they didn't want that. Texans were not interested in any quarterback getting any quarterback in return. Just want a I'm bunch of picks. That, that upsets me greatly. Just want a bunch of picks. I'd love to
1: see Tua in a Texans
0: uniform. I would not. I would be sad because if you compare Tua to Deshaun Watson, they're not even in the same league. No.
1: Not even close. Tua, Tua plus two firsts and a second. Uh huh.
0: Nope. Nope. Anyway, we're, I promised I wouldn't talk about uh, Deshaun Watson anymore, so we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna go to the Fupa Slayer. This is another one we disagree on.
1: Uh-oh. Um,
0: he's got one guy at every position. It's like top tier. That's really good. I, I also like Ayuk. So, you know, he's got a running back, a quarterback, a receiver, Ayuk, and a tight end that are really good. I like Foy Olakun. Um,
1: it's Aluakun.
0: Aluakun. I like Foy Olu- um, you know, I've been trying to trade for him, but he's stood stood pat. But there's some blaring weaknesses, I think. And you can get a good feel for how good a team is when you're discussing trades. And I've tried to discuss trades with them like, over and over. Um, like, I can help you out here. You help me out here. Some teams are tougher because there's just not much you can do to improve their team, like especially from a compatibility standpoint. Um, I just think that there's a lot of room for improvement, so I've been trying to throw him trades, be like, "Hey, I can improve your quarterback. Hey, I can improve your second running back, or hey, I can do this. Give me a little here. Give me some. I can help you on defense, like etc." And he just doesn't want to do it, but there's all kinds of. I've thrown like six different combinations of trades to him and because i feel like he can improve at so many different spots whether it be quarterback two or wide receiver three or running back two um or defense like there's there's a lot of weaknesses there so uh and the spots that are good are good don't get me wrong they're good um it's the spots uh that that are weak that that he has many of them so uh i have him at eight and I think he loses week one to Danny.
1: Okay. It's eight. not far removed from where I had. it. No, it's not. Uh, what do, you, do you share any of my thoughts on Goff, or am I just on an island?
0: You're on an island. So, I don't think Goff's going to be, like, the worst, because the, one, the things that Goff has going for him is that the, the Lions are going to be bad, and he's going to be throwing a lot. And maybe we get to see a Goff that isn't – maybe the Rams were playing him wrong, and where it's like this play action, you know, whatever. Maybe they just weren't using them right way. Let's hope so, for Goff's sake, because uh, he looked bad last year. Uh, and so they're going to be playing from behind. He's going to be throwing a lot. Um, you know, another thing going for Goff is his job security is pretty set. At least this year, unless they go like 0 and 13, they're like, let's just see what else we got because we're gonna pick quarterback next year. Um, and so they start playing other people, but there's not a lot behind him. Um, you know, that's just about it. Because we had a, a guy that was failing his his overachieving team last year, enough for them to trade picks and him for Stafford. Uh and he's going to an even worse talent wise team, probably one of the worst talent wise teams in the NFL. Um, so yeah, no, I, I don't like golf. I, I don't think he's, I think I, cause I've tried to trade him for golf. I, I have. Um, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like pretend like I'm like I'm not, but I mean, they, he was at, he would be adding on, you know, Kittle and some other things to my team. Um,
1: It'll and other things. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No. And those were the trade negotiations we had. We we kind of came to a standstill because he wanted Ridley, and I, you know, I wasn't going to give up Ridley and and uh, and Sam Darnold. In any situation, Uh, there's not much he can give me there. So we just kind of you know stood still there. Uh, But Offs
1: contract is a whale. It is an absolute whale. Like, as in, if they cut him, like they don't have an out for a couple of years. Um, he's, I mean, he's going to be on their roster for a couple of years unless they're willing to sit there with like twenty some odd million in dead cap. Uh, if you look at the spot track, it's a nightmare. Um, I like this is a multi year rebuild for them, and I just, first of all, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to develop right now like I guess it's just like listen we weren't going to win this year anyways we'll take golf and some picks because you know Stafford uh, we're not trying to win
0: it's like exactly what you're saying with the Tua Deshaun thing like no we'll build it how we want to build it we don't like Tua like we uh, Detroit should have said that we'll build but I mean Detroit just wanted to to trade they thought okay we'll trade Stafford because our window of winning is closed Right. Um. So we'll just take Stafford, and they go. We'll give you Goff too. And they're like, "All right."
1: I think Goff will lead the league in interceptions this year, but will also be like top five in passes thrown. And I think that's his fantasy relevance right there. I think that's it. He can he could easily be a thirty two touchdown, twenty six interception, forty three hundred passing yards guy, which. The interceptions take away a lot, but that's still like a top fifteen quarterback. I mean, so, we saw it with
0: Jameis. We've seen it with Bortles, pike in the past. You, you know, throwing a ton of interceptions means you're throwing a ton of balls. Usually, yeah. Bortles,
1: um, Bortles owns it. I think yeah. Bortling, Bortling is a it's a verb at this point, right? And I think Goff can Bortle.
0: Yeah, I, there has to be a little bit of talent there to Bortle. You know, that's it, fair. You can't just Bortle. Not anybody can just Bortle. You gotta. Uh, have some relevant receivers. And the guy I thought, Rashad Perriman, which is like on my draft list, if all receivers were taken, like take Rashad Perriman, got cut. And now it's like Amon Ra and Tyrell Williams and a bunch of people like, it's rough. It is rough. It, but, you know, I hear he's got a good connection with Hawkinson, so um, I guess there that's a plus, maybe. Yeah, he'll take it. Uh, but, yeah, because of that, have him eight. I think he loses week one. Do you think he loses week one, Danny? Uh,
1: do I think he loses week one to Danny? No. Oh, okay. No, I already said I'd pick him.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Uh, moving on here. Disco Lemonade. Disco Lemonade. Um, Neil's team goes into this group. Of two, three, four that I feel like interchangeable. Um, I have him at three. But the reason is because I feel like his team's so balanced. And it is really balanced because every time I've, I I obviously, you know, right after the draft, I started trying to trade for Trey Lance. Um, but there's not like a lot for me to give. Like, I would have to give Darnold for Lance. And I think at one point I did offer that, like just straight up Darnold for Lance and obviously Garoppolo as well. Um, But there's like Cup and Jones and Judy. I mean, he could probably go up on Jones and Judy or Cup, but it's like, those are pretty good. I don't see why he would need to. Waller, I mean, you're not going to get much better than Waller. Uh, Gibson and Kamara. It's like unless you're getting a first-round running back, you're not going to get better than Gibson. He's pretty solid running back. Stafford, he's not going to trade Stafford. Uh, so it's one of those things where it's like, once Trey Lance gets a starting job, and he will, it, from top to bottom, it looks pretty good. It's there's not a lot of like weakness. Um, you know, it, if injuries hold up here and he doesn't get injured. I really have him as the third best team and his defense is kind of weak. And I think this is the only thing that differentiates him from number two and number four uh, is that the defense here. I like a a few pieces. I like Kenneth Murray. I think he's a a solid middle linebacker. Micah Parsons will probably play middle over there. Uh, But these defensive backs, eh, they could be better. Trayvon um,
1: Diggs has got a hell of a cute kid.
0: Yeah, great.
1: We're talking about hard knocks. It's not hard a, knocks, yes. that's a much creepier comment without the context of he was featured frequently on hard knocks.
0: I did I did like the part, though, where he goes, hey, we're going to meet your favorite quarterback today. He's Patrick like, Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he like, no. called Dak Patrick Mahomes. He's like, He's no, like no. are you Patrick Mahomes? He's like, no, Dak. Uh,
0: but, but yeah, um, two corners is kind of rough. Um, but, but I do, I think his defense is at least the, uh, linebackers are, are pretty good, but yeah, I like his team a lot. I, I, I'm really high on Trey Lance. If you haven't, that's noticed. the thing you're
1: so high on Trey Lance. Like that's the only reason he's sixth for me, because I love his running backs. I love his wide receivers. I really like Darren Waller, obviously, because Derek Carr is going to throw him the ball a lot. Derek Carr is good. Derek Carr is good. Um, I don't like Garoppolo and Trey Lance as much, and it has less to do with Trey Lance because First of all, like it, it's hard to bet that much on a rookie coming in. Um, you know, I talked about how much I like Zach Wilson. I for this season, my assumption is Zach Wilson scores a lot more fantasy points than Trey Lance because he's starting Week One. Uh, I would have ranked Neil's quarterbacks higher if we knew Trey Lance was starting Week One and not Geno Garofalo, who is just a, he's just a game manager. Like that's right. it. They're going to run the ball so much. Um, and I just I don't expect like if you get within the ten yard line, even though he's got Kittle, you gotta imagine Shanahan still trying to get it in on the ground, just because like that's that's his game, like that's that's yeah. what he does. They they run the ball. They've got uh, spicy Mostert, you know. They've got a bunch of different running backs that could have value this year. So I think I rank Neil's team top four if I knew Trey Lance was starting this week, because I think you're right. I think they would have a lot more going on from a throwing perspective, but. Um, they would.
0: I, I feel like in the best comp that I can give Trey Lance is Lamar, not as fast, but with better weapons and, you know, maybe more accurate.
1: Did you watch a lot of, uh, didn't Trey Lance
0: go to North Dakota State? I think it was South Dakota State first. South- no, it's North Dakota State's the good one? I think they're both the Bisons what? or maybe I don't know maybe, it, North maybe was State? North it's, State. it's
1: where uh I believe it's where Josh Allen went
0: no Josh Allen went to Wyoming. it's where
1: uh who am I thinking of oh uh Wentz, Wentz. yeah Wentz 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 there
0: but I don't um, think I I do you watch a lot of North Dakota
1: State games is that where oh, it is, is North Dakota comps State. Comes
0: from? actually yeah I did I I saw Trey Lance coming from a mile away I mean I I don't want to I'm not going to put this on Neil because I know Neil's like would hate this and we get like violently mad if I like brought this up, but like two months ago we go to the bar and we both have like six beers and I just, I guess I let it slip because I thought there's no way that Neil will take him higher than me. I'm going to value him so much higher than than wherever he would um and I was like Trey Lance is gonna be amazing he's going to be uh you know I, I'm never wrong about these things and you know being all cocky and uh I left there thinking maybe I shouldn't have done that but it's okay I'm gonna I'm gonna draft him before anybody else can so it doesn't really matter and he he drafted him and immediately after he drafted him he goes it's because Justin Fields is picked and I was like oh yeah that's why but I was like fuck this sucks and there's no way in hell, I'm ever gonna prime from his fingers because the moment I get him on my team, he's gonna blow up and I'm gonna be right. So it's just one of those things, you know, it sucks. I, I'm not gonna have Trey Lance all year. Um, you, know, not you gonna- hear
1: that? You hear that Trey Lance? You have Huck to thank for your stardom and your fame. Nobody had heard of you before Huck mentioned you had a bar to no,
0: Neil. <laughs> no, no, and, and and that's absolutely what Neil says. And I'm not that's why I'm <laughs> saying I'm not gonna put that on Neil and be like, Oh, all year I'm be like, I told you so, or I told you so. Because if he fails. I'm not going to be like, Ooh, like, you know, serves you right. I'm going to be disappointed as well. Cause I really think Trey Lance is going to be a really good quarterback. Um, And, you know, he, he got a good pick and he picked somebody that I thought was, was really good higher than me. So I give him props. Um, You know, I was at the draft getting greedy. I kept going and I took Sean or uh, Deandre Hopkins and, it's just it is what it is. So, but I do I really like his team, uh, even other than Trey Lance. I mean, like I said, great receivers, great running backs, great tight ends. Whatever I try to trade with him, he just straight up is like, I like my team. So no, he doesn't I don't, need to trade. Him. I don't even he's want to in talk a good spot. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about anything. Um, he's highest projected week week one. So, uh, yeah, I have him at three. Um, week one, uh, I do think he wins. So
1: I've I've got him losing week one
0: to rum him yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right well let's go number five last man standing uh this is like one of the biggest changes i think i have him too you have him um, two okay i have two uh I, I i like i point
1: i pointed out in there like i wouldn't be surprised if other people considered this the best roster in the league like yeah i said yeah. that verbatim
0: yeah, I, I I like his uh his setup here because I like Matt Ryan when I I didn't I gave him Matt Ryan so he got Kyler and then I gave him Matt Ryan for for some picks but he used those picks on Devonte I believe and somebody else but one of the biggest things that I like about this team is Daryl Henderson um, the Rams running back. In the past, I mean, we haven't seen a Rams running back be dominant since Todd Gurley, and this was that was what four years ago. Um, there's not many people behind him. And name the backup running back for the for the Rams. Sony Michelle. Okay, fine. Sonny Michelle. Is he <laughs> is he very re- reliable?
1: They traded for him. I, don't I know, know they traded I mean, for him.
0: I mean, then, like then you they got this guy immediately Funk because the guy Xavier Jones, who they who they were counting on to be the backup of their their draft pick this year is out for the season winning on IR. So the, you've got Sonny Michel who has a bunch of injury problems on his own. I mean it's like keeping Tug early. Um I, I just think Henderson's like the guy. And this Rams offense is gonna be fun to watch, I think. Um
1: I wanna see Jake Funk get out there on the field.
0: Yeah. Yeah Jake Funk. He's the number three now. Um, But I I like that. Jacobs wasn't really high on my list. I don't really like Jacobs. I think that's a scary pick with um, Kenyon Drake, but I love his quarterbacks. And I think Matt Ryan's going to have like a breakout year because I think the Atlanta is like, all right, we're changing the way we do business. Goodbye, Julio. Hello, Pitts. Like, let's change the way we run this team. We'll have that number one receiver, but we're not going to play this game where we're going to drop back and throw 50 times a game. And I think that's going to help Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan's going to be more efficient in his throws and open up a lot more uh, space for him to throw. Because a lot of times Matt Ryan's like, he's throwing and it's like, man, he, those guys were like so covered. But the fact is, they just weren't running the ball. Todd Gurley Garley last year was an afterthought. He just, I mean, he's not even playing for a team this year. And he started most games for the Falcons last year. They did not run the ball. Uh, I think Mike Davis is going to get work. And I think Matt Ryan's going to be helped out by this. Um, I like Gallup. As long as Dak's starting, I like Gallup. I liked him last year um, before Dak went down. And he had a pretty good year um, when Dak was there. So I I do like him at that spot. Tyler Lockett. It is what it is. I'm not, like, huge on Lockett. I do think he's on the downturn, but he's still Lockett. He's still got probably one of the better connections with Russell Wilson. His defense um, is is good. I mean, Jalen Smith, I, I do worry about Cunningham and Smith changing positions to outside. It might affect their, uh, their points. But I keep going back to his quarterbacks, that they're so good that that – that stack right there is so good. I mean, I like him as like the the third. I like him where you put him, the third best quarterbacks in the league, um, and he balances out with with a great receiver, maybe the number one receiver, um, and some some great running backs. So, uh, so yeah, no, I, I I like this team. I, I have him at number two.
1: Okay, so clearly, I also I like this team. Um, I think our big difference is Daryl Henderson. And I Matt Ryan, like that. you
0: said his worst pick was Matt Ryan.
1: I do, uh, yeah, because I like I. It's not that I hate Matt Ryan; it's that I hate Matt Ryan where he drafted him. Like I don't like Matt Ryan nearly as much as I like like four of the six players taken after him. Like I like Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford much better. Um, I had I have Matt Ryan like right next to Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that's it. And the closer we get to the top. Of my rankings the more nitpicky i have to be because i clearly like these teams. uh the thing i like about matt ryan and the thing that i think they'll continue to do is matt ryan had more play action receiver play action passing yards last year than he has in his entire career yep and i think that's something they continue to do now that they have mike davis um i think he He wasn't fooling
0: anybody though it's not like he was fooling anybody he just had really good receivers and well that okay, could open.
1: You can say he had really good receivers. Julio's not healthy most of the time. And I feel like Ridley was even better when Julio was out.
0: Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It's like they changed the game plan and now they have Pitts, who is a weapon in himself all over the middle. Like I would love to have Matt Ryan. I, no, I would die to have Matt Ryan.
1: So I, well, first of all, don't do that. Um, second of all, I, <laughs> I gave him the third best quarterbacks in the league. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, Let's let's temper a little bit because we're talking about the Dak Aaron Rodgers and Clays quarterbacks, the only ones that I ranked ahead of them. So right. I don't like Daryl Henderson because the, the for the Rams to immediately go shit, we should give up some capital for a running back right now. Like we we lost our guy, we lost Acres, we need to go get somebody. To me, that doesn't scream like all right, Daryl Henderson, next man up. Like they did
0: they didn't. They lost. They lost Acres. They kind of had a Raven situation. They lost Acres. They lost Xavier Jones, and they 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 picked up Michelle. But Michelle wasn't super expensive. He wasn't and, super expensive, but and they know they're what they're getting in Michelle. He's not the receiving running back. He doesn't catch balls.
1: No, no. But he is. He's a. He's good on the ground. He's a I at mean, the point where, to the point where, like Damian Harris is fantasy value shot through the roof because all of a sudden you're like, okay, cool. Now we know that, you know, Belichick isn't going to fuck us that much, which guess what? He's still going to, um, but yeah. at least it won't be with Sony Michelle. I don't know. I I don't see Daryl Henderson as like a top 20 back. I think he gets rotated oh, in and out a lot. Oh,
0: I think it's easy. I think it's easy top 15. I think he's, I've tried to um, trade for Daryl Henderson for, A while. I mean, there was Eckler for Henderson, Adams, Claypool type trades and Scott would consider him. And then he he eventually says, no, I mean, Scott is a big thinker. Just know if you're trying to trade with Scott, uh, he thinks it over for three days and says no. And just how it it is, how it is. But um, I, I love his team so much that I was, you know, one of those things where I'm just trying to pry some of these guys out of his hands and he's not budging. So I just really like it. I think it's a good team.
1: I really like his team too. I'll make you, so I'll make you a bet that you're going to take immediately first four weeks. I bet 20 bucks that Devin Singletary scores more fantasy points than Daryl Henderson.
0: Yes. How much 20? Oh, let's go 40,
1: 40. Great.
0: 40 40 bucks. bucks.
1: That's easy. Simultary I will put that. I'll
0: put that in my notes as well. Anderson.
1: Oh, good. You'll put this one in your notes.
0: Hey, I. I, I let me get this straight, or let me uh, First straighten this out with the Trevor bet. With the, I don't ever remember making that bet. I don't. I don't think I made that bet. Um, regardless, I paid him. I, I gave him thirty dollars silently, just whatever. But I don't remember ever even thinking confidently that Drew Locke would start over. Uh, Ted Bridgewater. I remember in week two. I mean, I, I'm sorry. During the draft, in week two of the preseason, I thought it he could. Um, but during the draft, um, no, I I thought that he had a fifty-fifty shot. I was, if you remember, I I think I did. I take lock lock over Bridgewater.
1: Oh yeah, by a lot, like by several rounds.
0: I don't think so. Was Bridgewater ten? Yeah.
1: No, Bridgewater. So when we made our trade, it was Travis Kelsey and Darius Leonard for, uh, it was the pick you had there and Travis Kelsey. And so I used the pick you traded me on Teddy Bridgewater. And you were like, oh, you think you screwed me over there? I'm like, I said, no, I think he's going to start. And Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, looking for a quarterback. He went around 14
0: okay i mean yeah i guess i had more confidence in him having better upside but i did i mean i don't know i i didn't 100 feel like oh drew lock's definitely gonna start no doubt about it i'll bet on it i i don't remember doing that and if i did i, mean, I was just so drunk but i i don't i didn't recall it and usually even if i'm drunk i write these things down in my In my notes. So, I mean, it is what it is, whatever it's in the past. I always pay my bets no matter what, but I don't want to encourage people to try to sneak. I don't think Trevor was trying to sneak. Maybe he thought I made that bet or he remembered it differently or something like that. Uh, But I don't encourage people to try to sneak bets up on me, but I will always pay if you are so confident that I made that bet. That's fine. It's whatever, but so it's
1: uh, it's worth noting. You took both Drew Locke and Deshaun Watson in the tenth, yes, and then you took Jacob Eason in the thirteenth, all before Teddy Bridgewater. So you were pretty confident about Drew Locke. I'm not saying you like. I didn't hear anybody make the bet. It's really fun to give you shit when everybody's piling on, um, because that's that's what the group text is for. But you, with your picks, at least showed a lot of confidence in Drew Locke.
0: Right. So it's for all of those. Literally, Locke, Watson, Eason, uh, it's like stabbing in the dark. And if I really wanted to wrap up that Denver job, which eh, I could have, um, I ended up trading Eason before the end of the draft or you know, at the end of the draft. You
1: Okay, you didn't end up trading Eason. Eason was, was the tail end. Whatever, like he it was got the, traded. It was the uh, player to be named later. Value. I knew you would go, oh, but I traded Eason. Like, Eason no, wasn't no. the trade.
0: No, I, I know, but it was like, I'm going to take a bunch of stabs in the dark and see if one of these hits because I want Locke. I think if I, I don't want Bridgewater, I, I, I don't I think that Bridgewater a better game manager. And I think that he's an okay quarterback, too. Okay. I think Drew Locke's a pretty good quarterback, too, if he can start in that offense. Um, you know, and I've hated on Drew Locke in the past. I don't think he's a great quarterback, per se. He's a um, gunslinger, but he's a slinger, and he can come out and get thirty. I've seen it in person. He just he destroyed the Texans one week. I mean, he can come out in some weeks and score thirty something points. And so, um, if he ever does get this job, is why I still hold on to him. Uh, that you know, it could be it could be good. Obviously, Deshaun Watson um, and Eason at the time I thought could start. You know, that's just my thinking. I didn't want to spend a pick on Bridgewater to be like, oh, well, here's Bridgewater, throw him in there. Like I think that that Denver offense has so much potential. And uh, I think Locke or Bridgewater don't need to be the starting quarterback, but if it has to be somebody, it should be Locke. I'm glad you don't like
1: Bridgewater. You can't have him.
0: Sure. Great. Do you think Scott's going to win? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Um, So do I pretty easily so yeah uh let's go to number four the maestro i think that you over uh overdid the maestro um not by much i think the first I time i've five. ever been
1: accused of that by the way
0: yeah i mean the the maestro you seem to love him pretty much every year
1: no i don't you you can ask him i ranked him last back-to-back years and both, oh, both years he made the playoffs ah
0: uh, yeah finally He's i I like learned my lesson Things like me, usually. I mean, you've I've,
1: put, I've ranked you like top five before. I've liked some
0: of your drafts. Not not in these past years. Oops. Uh you know, he's decent wide receivers, decent quarterback, especially when Fields gets in there. Uh, I, I'm not big on OBJ. I know you were like, oh, this, this Mayfield OBJ thing's gonna be interesting. I don't. I think OBJ is kind of on the. He's on my don't draft. I think it's he's on the downhill. Um, I think that that. That offense also runs through the ground um, in the ground game. And so you just never know if Baker Mayfield is going to come out and throw zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, or three touchdowns, zero interceptions. You just don't know. It, it, um, you know, I don't mind Baker, but I just trying to guess which Browns receiver, uh, pass catcher, is going to have a good week is, is kind of tough. Um, it, his defense is decent. I like again. I like when people take their their defense uh, seriously. Uh, I I think that's part of the reason why I have him so high is because uh, Blake Martinez, Devin Bush, Miles Jack, um, some competent, not spectacular but competent uh, DBs. Uh, I, I like that about his team and just some pretty good depth. I like Javante Williams. I like Sonny Michelle. Um, his two running backs are obviously the best. They're insanely good uh you know and Dallas Goddard is a pretty good tight end uh love Thielen you know I wish Thielen was he's a great wide receiver too a spectacular wide receiver three if you're going to have him there uh Devonte Smith worries me a, a little bit there but um but yeah I think that this is definitely a playoff team once Fields gets in because I like Fields uh this week one though it's like ugh, such a nightmare uh, having to deal with that Andy Dalton situation, so I do think he he loses this week. I I would bet on Dalton not lasting the whole game. Okay, I'll take that bet.
1: Have yeah,
0: it, not not a lot. I think it's like fifteen bucks. Fifteen dollars. Dalton yeah. lasts the whole game. Yeah, like Justin Fields does not come in.
1: Justin Fields does not come in. Doesn't matter if it's injury. Doesn't matter if it's performance. Whatever. Dalton's lasting the whole game. That's what I'm saying. Um. The Baker Mayfield Odell Beckham connection. If anything, the thing I called out in the rankings is that they haven't been good. Both were fifteenth at their respective positions two years ago or three years ago, and that's the best they've been since then. Like I think Baker Trevor drafted Baker super high since then. Oh yeah, uh, o- OBJ's first round. Definitely been drafted high since then. They're both big name players. OBJ's only twenty eight, by the way. I don't think I think it's a little young to be past like over the hill.
0: I just Definitely. haven't seen him be OBJ since he was for like 6 years, 5 years.
1: Yeah, no. That's I mean, a Giants.
0: He's not been that. like the same guy.
1: I get that. I still I think he's going to get a decent amount of targets and I'm just it's interesting to me. Like to me if if that is a if that is a stack that pays off, there's no way it, it that's either going to flop or it's going to be just awesome for Michael. Like that it's it's a very, you know, all or nothing thing for me. Like, I, I just, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any way it finishes in the middle where it's like Beckham had an okay year. Well, Baker was fine this year. Like, so I, I think he's actually like relying on it a lot heavier than, um, than I guess I implied in the, in the rankings and Thielen, who I had last year. And I also like, I think he's great he's really touchdown dependent, or at least he was last year yeah. with Jefferson in the offense. Like without those touchdowns, he is a below average receiver.
0: So I, I understand that. I I'm interested. Understand.
1: I'm interested to see if he continues being a red zone target there.
0: Yep. I mean, I and like, I like feeling as a receiver. I don't think that that, that, that says anything about Thielen as a receiver. I just think that's how the game flow went last week or last year. I, I think you can say the same thing about Mike Evans. Um, Yep. You know, just one of those well, we'll, we'll get to that.
1: Mike Evans is like 6'4". That's the difference. Thielen is is not an enormous guy. He's a great route runner with good hands. True. Um, what did you think about Henry over McCaffrey? Am I out of my mind for thinking that that move was just wild? Like, I, I think there's a 90-point difference between the two of them if both play 16 games.
0: Like, I've looked at all of the uh, projections for henry and christian mccaffrey one of the things and this is just out there but it intrigued me was look at the top three running backs i want to say from 2017 four years ago oh
1: yeah okay. now they're they're probably not even playing football i mean Levion just got signed but
0: they all had the same kind of persona so it's like it was levy Uh, David Johnson, and um, Todd Gurley. And now you've got one that's a free agent, one that's fighting for like third down job on the worst team in the NFL, and um, one that's just got signed today um, because there were like three injuries. And so they all had this like very much like cmc like quick burst hits the hole can catch um that kind of just like all around back like saquon cmc none of them were like this pound it run you over kind of guy like derrick henry is where it's just one cut boom if you're in the hole i feel sorry for you kind of guy like derrick henry um that has the longevity and the more reliability, I think, than some of these guys. I think Christian McCaffrey is clearly the number one, but I don't, I, I can see some people being like, you know what, Christian McCaffrey, people have him ranked so freaking high and have him ranked like on the moon where he's just so far heads and shoulders above every other running back. Whereas... I know what I'm going to get with Derrick Henry. And you know what's going to happen with this offense. Like, it's built around Derrick Henry in the play action. And they get the ball A.J. Brown. They're going to get the ball to Julio Jones. Like, they're going to get their touches. Um, but Derrick Henry is like the running back. And he's going to get his touches. And um, there have been statistics where 2,000 yard rushers, like Derrick Henry was, like, finish sixth or seventh in points the next year like drop tremendously um i don't know i think derrick henry's built different he's huge
1: i think he's great no i'm i don't have a problem with derrick henry i think he's a top five running back top three running back yeah. even but i think christian mccaffrey's in a tier of his own for for michael to draft him here unless he's going I think Christian McCaffrey is not healthy, or I think Christian McCaffrey is more likely to get hurt than Derrick Henry, then I don't think there's an excuse for it. Christian McCaffrey has been in the NFL for four years. One of them, he got hurt. The other three, he had over hundred targets, you know, like uh, for a running back, for a running back, who's yeah. also going to run the ball 200 times. That's absurd. Okay. Like that is absolutely insane. And I don't think it stops with Darnold because it's not like a, oh, well, it's one specific coach's offense or this quarterback likes to do it. I don't. No matter who it is, their game plan revolves around Christian McCaffrey too. And I think like, if anything, I thought you of all people would be like, oh, well, Christian McCaffrey is going to catch the ball over a hundred times. I want him on my team. He's got to be number one. He's got to be way better. His ceiling is way higher than Henry's. Henry's ceiling is exactly what he did last year, which is an incredible top three running back year. Whereas McCaffrey's ceiling is what we saw two years ago had the third most points in all of fantasy, like yeah. something we haven't seen a running back do for I don't know how long since maybe Ladanian Tomlinson. Was he better than Ladanian Tomlinson statistically? I don't know.
0: I mean, in the in a it was just an anomaly, uh, in in a you know age where quarterbacks rule, uh, he was a running back that was better than a lot of good quarterbacks. So um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever see that again. I think that if Christian McCaffrey does do well, he's a back of the first round, 13, 14, 15, 16th ranked overall fancy points kind of guy. Um, when Derek Henry probably won't be there, uh, but you know that he, could, he's going to be around 20. It's like guaranteed because he just, he's just going to get his points, um, it's it's interesting to say the least. It's not something I would have done, but I can see why somebody would do it. I, again,
1: unless the, unless it's injury, unless he's worried about injury, I don't understand the move. Um, and I'd be interested in hearing. Like I'd be interested in hearing what Michael's what Michael's thinking was. Maybe he was just like, dude, I, I saw Derrick Henry play last year. I just want to fucking have Derrick Henry. Like that's it, and that's fine. Yeah, but I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe McCaffrey lasted as long as he did.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, all right. Next up, three, Rumham. We we greatly disagree on this. Really? And nothing personal to Trevor, but I'm not sure why he likes the team so much. It sounds personal. How can you say so many bad things about Jalen Hurts, who is clearly his number one quarterback, yeah. and then rank his quarterbacks in the top half? Uh, seventh?
1: Oh, barely. Barely in the top. I'm just saying, better than seven other people. I was like, what did I say about it? Uh, Because, A, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. B, the fact that he's got Hurts and Wentz, and I don't think Wentz is particularly an incredible quarterback, but, you know, uh, for a a quarterback, for a team that is going to be focused on the running back and has one of the best offensive lines in the league, it's not terrible as your third overall quarterback. Hurts is, which Trevor and I have a bet on Hurts, um let me pull it up on my bets sheet uh i think he finishes outside the top 12 quarterbacks which is i think that's where everybody else has him being a top 12 quarterback um hurts is going to run the ball really really well and i don't think he throws the ball well but even if he just runs the ball well and he isn't an especially good like passing quarterback he's still going to get fantasy points you know what I mean? Like pair that with Trevor Lawrence and having Carson Wentz as your third, then yeah, I'd say you're better than half of the teams in the league when it comes to quarterbacks. I was pretty pretty picky about some of the quarterbacks uh, in the league.
0: Yeah, I just – I think his team is very much built like mine, uh, just not as great a defense. I I mean, it would be in, – it's interesting it would be an interesting bet. I'm not gonna make it, but it'd be an interesting bet to see quarter- whose quarterbacks score more between my and- hits.
1: Make it make that bet. I'm
0: Come not on. gonna I'm not gonna make the <laughs> bet, but what I'm saying is it, I think that it's very possible that Darnold and Jameis score more than Hurts and Lawrence. Um as far as receivers go, yeah, Woods, McLaurin, Evans, like they're all good. They're just not all spectacular. Najee and Edwards Lair like they're good they're not spectacular and Hawkinson is you know you have his number f- five ranked tight end that's really high that? really What? really high and do you think that's
1: too high for
0: for okay, Hawkinson yeah. yes
1: if we're saying that if we're saying that golf probably gonna throw the ball 600 plus times this year and and you're looking at the rest of those receivers you don't think Hawkinson gets over you thought targets? that
0: you thought that I didn't think uh I didn't. You think, don't think they're
1: going to throw the ball six hundred times?
0: I, I I don't know. I'm not going to bet on it. If you know if that's I what you're would. thinking, uh, but I, on a heartbeat. But I you know regardless, I just don't think Hawkinson. I I like that they say that there's a connection, you know, with these guys. But I don't think that Hawkinson is number five. I think I can name five better at least. I,
1: I think Hawkinson puts up, as far as fantasy is concerned, wide receiver two numbers. Like I think he scores as many points as as the average team's wide receiver to this I season. I
0: would rather have Pitts. Okay, I'd rather have Mark Andrews.
1: Okay, okay. See, and I think that's where we I think that's where. Okay. Well, let me go back.
0: I mean, we don't sure. have to like you know go twelve rounds on this. I'm just just saying. I you know it, another thing is Mike Evans. I'm not big on mike evans i think that he is the definition of touchdown dependent uh we're talking about 13 touchdowns last year it's a lot for a receiver i know he had a thousand yards but um it just seemed like every everywhere you look he was uh catching a touchdown i just don't think that happens every you year you can't year. just
1: throw away you can't like as a throwaway comment i know he had a thousand yards it's like that's significant. I get That's it. It's fantasy value.
0: A lot of that was with that with Antonio Brown. I think Antonio Brown has a fantastic year, um, and I think that the thing it's going to be spread out a lot more. Um, and Mike Evans also gets hurt like a lot. I don't know. I I just don't think he's going to reach two hundred thirteen points. Um, I think McLaurin is better than one hundred eighty nine points, and I think Woods is right is right where he should be. So it's just. He, like it's pretty good. It's just not spectacular, like I said. Uh, I, I really like Najee and I like Edwards, but again, they're not like first round picks. They're not, they're middle of the second kind of guys. I think Edwards Lair is probably even a third kind of guy, and he took him you know, pretty high. And this defense doesn't really inspire me. Uh, it's not something that blows me out of the water. I love Adams. Uh, I know Marlon Humphrey had a great year last year. Um, he had to have 11 and past deflections and eight fumbles forced to do it uh don't see that happening again i just think he has a lot of guys that he drafted up here that are gonna underperform um and so that's why i have him ranked seventh i still uh, think it's playoff team um but looking at his
1: defense do you like jamin
0: i i do because it's just washington defense i wish i would have had a lot of washington defense ranked higher i like washington's defense as a whole i think they're gonna be one of the top five defenses in the league um and the strength of that team, and yeah, one of the top picks in the draft at linebacker. Yeah, of course. Okay,
1: okay. So, because I like jamming, and I was going to say, I hope you like jamming too. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, come on, come on. Good, I, good. You and I
1: disagree on Clyde Edwards-Helaire. I think, um, yes. like it, it's is it the usage that you're worried about, or is it because I personally think that the Chiefs set themselves up this year to run heavier, like much heavier. You know, they saw what playoff Lenny did for the Bucks because the Bucks have a good little line playoff. Lenny's just mowing people down. All of a sudden they replaced like their run blocking last year was kind of horrendous. Like Edwards Hilaire had that great first week that I just had me. I was so fired up. I ended up trading Edwards Hilaire on my, uh, on my honeymoon. And you know, that's the kind of stuff I do on my honeymoon. Um, but like, <sighs> With a better offensive line, and if he gets 15 carries per week, I think Edward is a slam-dunk top ten running back. I really do. That's why I had Trevor ranked so high is because of his running backs. Najee Harris is good, running behind a good offensive line. Edward Solaire running behind two new pro bowlers on the O-line. And keep in mind uh, Duvernay Tardif, uh, MD, so he, he sat out last season and he was considered one of their better offensive linemen before he's a backup now, right? Like that's how good their offensive line is. A guy who has made the pro bowl before comes back. I don't know whether or not he was in shape, but it was just unanimously like no question about it. He is going to be a backup now that they've added these new offensive line assets. Yeah,
0: he didn't play for all year as well.
1: I think and
0: he was a doctor. Is, it's not like he was like training.
1: I think this is all. Like everything they did is in service of Edwards Hilaire and not as much Mahomes. Don't get me wrong, they want to protect Mahomes, but Mahomes does a hell of a job protecting himself too. Um like I, I think this was in the interest of them getting a better run game. And that's I mean, that's the crux of why I've got Trevor as the third best team, because he's got great balance across the board, but his running backs are really great.
0: And when you say that they're gonna, you know, play the run more, I mean the Chiefs play backyard football. They do. They have all these crazy plays where they throw it to, you know, Kelsey and he underhands it somebody or some shit. And it's this offense, this backyard way of playing has got him to the Super Bowl twice in a row. And from a guy, I've watched Mahomes a lot. I'm sure we all have, but I have very closely over the last like three, four years since he's been in the league. When you're on the one yard line, when it's like the second and one, first and one, like there's a 15% chance the running back's going to score. Like it's always some kind of stupid play, an underhand scoop, a screen, a fade, Mahomes runs it in. Like this is not a team that lines up in the I formation on first and goal on the one. They don't. And that as a running back owner, that's frustrating. And sometimes with Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edward Tullier, they could be first and one in that I formation, and you could see uh, who's their backup. It's somebody um, distinctive. Uh, that Daryl.
1: Uh, it's not.
0: It's not Daryl Williams. It's somebody else. But anyway, it's somebody they signed uh, recently uh, in the off season. But it's. I've watched this team, and unless they have Starry a Daryl Williams, is okay. If Daryl Williams, fine. Unless there's a, an extreme change, uh, it's just a frustrating thing to watch. I mean, that's why I trade out of the Chubb situation, because you just never know when Kareem Hunt's going to get in. Chubb will get his, but you just never know when Kareem Hunt's going to get in and steal that shit from you, and that's frustrating. And, you know, like, if you're going to pay up for somebody like that, you better hope they they're going to get theirs on the one or in the red zone. And I just don't, I'm not, I don't have confidence in that. Uh, That, and, and I could be wrong, you know, CEH could come out and, and tell us to shut the fuck up. And I scores 10 to 15 touchdowns and a lot of them through the air, you know, they treat him like a Christian McCaffrey or Le'Veon Bell and he just goes off, but I just don't see that.
1: I think CEH is a pretty nice guy. I don't think he's going to drop any STFUs on any of us. You know, I think he's just, Gonna go out there and do it. Keep in mind you're talking to a guy that took him in the first round last year. It was uh-huh. a stupid pick, don't get me wrong. But I think the talent is there. And now I think the offensive line is there. The, the what what will prove whether or not it, it happens is the play calling, truly. Because if they want to, they can make him a thousand yard rusher easily this season.
0: It would make me feel a lot better if he lined up in the slot a lot more. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't, he's like always in the backfield. So they don't throw him the ball enough. I bet on a lot of CEH receiving. Cause it was so low. It's like two and a half catches or something. And I'd be like, there ain't no way, no way in hell. Uh, he doesn't get this and he'd catch like one. So anyway, let's, let's keep going. Uh, professor, the professor
1: professor. Did you see the image I used for the professor?
0: Yes, I did. I did. Yeah, I like it.
1: That's the one I was. I was most like. I used all the logos that I had. He changed his uh, team from Poopy Two, and, and I'm not sure that Clay has done a sticker for the new name. But uh, I was pretty happy with that.
0: Yeah. It, it, again, this is one of those teams I, I really like from top to bottom. Um, his only weakness is probably most of his defense. Um, he'll probably use some, some, uh, some picks some trades, whatever, maybe me, uh, for some defense, whatever. But Tom Brady-Kirk Cousins is, with his pick, as good as you're going to get at quarterback. Those three receivers, Jefferson, Hopkins, Robinson, they beat mine. I think I have good receivers. Those definitely beat mine, and I am partial to blame for that. Um, you and Shedick, man. Right. Yeah, he, he traded were- him. Hopkins
1: um, and, and freaking Robinson. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. That that's. It. I mean, they're. It's a good receiving core. Aaron Jones and now Damian Harris. I mean, he's gonna have to decide between Damian Harris and Cream Hunt every week. I think that's a good problem to have. I think Damien Harris is the right play right now. Um, Aaron Jones is not somebody I really wanted to draft because I knew he'd have you'd have to draft him really high if you wanted to do that, uh, and he did. Uh, and, and he's not a bad pick by any means, but I just don't think he's going to play out to be as good as he thinks he is. Gaseki is not, you know, not that great of a tight end. His defense needs work. He's one of these guys. Scott, Neal, and uh, and Cause could be interchangeable two through four. I have him as four it is tough. It was really tough. I have him behind Scott and then Neal. But again, you could move these guys up and down. Um, unfortunately I'm going to have to pick clay week one. I just think that clay is going to come out of the gate huge. Uh, but it's interesting to have the two, you know, two powerhouse teams coming out of the draft that we both rank pretty high playing each other week one.
1: Yeah. I think his team, which you said his defense is bad. I also ranked them 14th. Um, yeah, but like you said the rest of his team's stout. Cause is one of the teams I don't want to face. I don't want to have to face cause. I don't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, there he's got good players top to bottom. And I hope for my sake, Mike Kosicki ends up being better. Like I have him projected as the seventh best tight end. And I was just like, man, what if he's like a top five tight end this year? Um, that would be good things for for Tua Tungo Vailoa. Yeah. So
0: absolutely. He's it, got the it's talent, I think, for it. It's just there's a lot of targets over there in Miami and,
1: you know what he needs? He needs big pads.
0: Yeah, that's, he just needs that's those huge what he's pads.
1: Huge pads.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's do this last one. Speaking uh, of huge pads. Yeah, eternal touchdown. Yeah, I, I agree that is he's probably number one. It's like it was kind of evident from when he had Patrick Mahomes that he'd probably be one of the best teams because he got Herbert as well. So he had two first-round picks and Mahomes. Um, and then he made this Mahomes trade, and it's like, oh,
1: oh god,
0: god. So now he's got, <laughs> and I'm not huge on Herbert, okay, by by any means, and am I not like Herbert should be a lottery pick? Because I don't think he should have. I think he's like, I I might have taken McCaffrey over. I mean, if he could have, if he could have had McCaffrey and Mahomes, I think that would have been insane. And I think these receivers are pretty good. And the quarterbacks are pretty good. But I think his running backs are pretty gut-awful. I mean, to the point where I might rank him, you know, it's close. It's not as far and above as you think because these running backs are so bad. Logan Thomas is pretty good, but his defense is good. His defense with Fred Warner Devin White, Kwiatowski, uh, Marcus May. I like the, his defense. So, uh. When you have an offense this good and you have a defense that's solid, it's really hard to say, all right, Mostert, who's been solid in the past, and Miles Sanders, who clearly had a starting job over there in Philly, uh, that's good enough to be number one. You're good enough to be number one. You've done just enough. So, so yeah,
1: i, I, I number one. I, I think you're dr- drastically underrating Sanders and Mostert. I'm not saying they're world beaters by any means, but, like, Mostert, where he got him in the draft, I think that's that's notable. Because, like, look at all the guys drafted around where he got Mostert. I have to scroll way down to where he actually got him. Uh, so the only guy around him that I, I thought was nearly as good was Mike Davis, who, who you got. Um, but I would take Mostert. I mean, at the time, I would have taken him over Henderson, Robinson, and Gaskin. Obviously, now I would take Robinson, Um, over Mostert but like getting him that late like the next running back taken after that was like Etienne and then Javante Williams who's fine and Damian Harris who's fine I don't know I just I I think Mostert's great he's a big play threat anytime he touches the ball Um, and Miles Sanders is I think we consider him a much bigger disappointment than he actually is because he was a second round pick last year and he was bad when he was healthy last year wasn't healthy very often last year but i still think he's got the potential to be a top 10 top 15 running back like it's if anything that should kind of be expected with this offense like they're like i said their quarterback not great at throwing they're going to want to keep the ball on the ground and when they do ask him to throw they're not going to want him to throw it too far um so like i i think Miles Sanders benefits from both of that were agreed right. on his wide receivers uh, Herbert is – I disagree with you, but, like, the rest of his team is just so fucking stacked, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. I, I don't really like um, – I, I mean, I've said this before. Running backs whose quarterbacks are threats on the goal line. Just don't. Sure. I, not I, big, I get that. Not a big fan. Uh, I think
1: Clay shows somebody his roster this season, and I, I could see them going, geez, how small is the league you play? You know what I mean? Like, eh, like I – I really think they are that much better than any number one I've ranked in the past couple of years.
0: Yeah, you might be right. Um, Okay, all right. Uh, Finish off here. It's been a while. Uh, We've, you know, been spending a lot of time, but let's let's get one guy, one free agent that you have going into the season uh, that you think should should be owned by somebody.
1: I oh, mean, it's hard to choose one. There's a million wide receivers out there. Like you, you can't, yep. if you look at available wide receivers, there's, there's four of them that if you had to start them in a pinch, you would. Keep in mind, nobody owns the Lions wide receiver aside from John right now. And it's a Monroe. Um yeah. And I expect him to throw a bazillion passes, but the guy I'm going to name is someone I named last time I was on this podcast. It's Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold oh. needs to be rostered. Yeah. He's scoring a touchdown this Sunday. Sam Darnold to Dan Arnold. Mm. Be prepared.
0: I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it at all. No, He's he's a good tight end. He's a good
1: tight end that uh, wasn't a starter for the Cardinals for most of his time there. And once they started feeding him the ball a little bit more, he started showing off his talent. He earned this contract with the Panthers. And they're bringing him in to be their number one tight end. Mm -hmm. You know, like this is... This is a system that used to. Well, I, I probably wouldn't say it's the same system that had uh, that had Greg Olson, but like they haven't had a good tight end since Greg Olson. And Donald likes to throw it to the tight ends. Herndon could never stay healthy with the Jets, but like what's what's his name? The concussions. Ryan Griffin. Like, Donald made Ryan Griffin relevant at times when he was on the Jets. You know what I mean? Like he likes that safety valve. So. Dan Arnold. Sam Donald to Dan Arnold. It's coming. Coming to a football game near
0: you. Fair enough. Okay. I'm going to go defense, um, uh, and I'm going to go with a few different defenders. The guy that was just released today when Le'Veon Bell uh, was signed, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa for Cleveland. I think he's got a ton of talent, just a ridiculous amount of talent. Um, coming around the outside. I won't pick him up because I have Miles Garrett, and that's kind of counterintuitive. But um, I, I think that he's too good to keep off the field, and he's going to be somebody to be reckoned with. I think for week one, Mahomes has to really you know counter him into the game plan because he is a really good ball player. Uh, also, I'll go with Eric Murray. Um, Texas defense is going to be on the field for a long time. Um,
1: I'm trying to tell you.
0: Eric, Eric Murray and Justin Reed are going to get a lot of chances um, to to chase down balls, whether they be in the air or on the ground. Uh, So Eric Murray is another one that needs to be picked up somewhere. That's it, guys. It's football season. It starts in less than an hour. We're here. I got to go get a drink. We made it. We made it. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much uh, for listening. Uh, We'll be back on Tuesday. I'll go ahead and give you the monologue podcast and go over current events and review the Sunday of week one and we'll be back next Thursday me and Shedek should be back from France to prepare for week two so thanks for listening guys and we will see you next week